All right, I know um, that everybody's been thanked, but I would be, um, it, it's just, you can't thank you enough. And I know this from my own mother taught third grade CCD at uh, the parish I grew up at for 21 years. And as Angie was describing her own behavioral issues with her mom at Sunday school, I might be worse. It's not a competition, but um, I, could, I could have been better also than Angie. Well, it doesn't really matter, but my mom was giving attention to people other than me, and I don't know why she was doing that, so I made sure I got as much attention as possible from misbehaving. Maybe some of your sons and daughters have done that. Um, but I do know all the hours that my mom spent in preparing for CCD, and I got to see those. I don't get to see all of the hours that all of you spend. I remember ours was Saturday morning. My mom would be up you know, Friday nights were preparing for CCD time. So she would be there for an hour or two at the, at the, sitting on the floor of the living room preparing for CCD. And so I can imagine that each and every one of you have your own method. Maybe it's seeing what you did last year with this. Maybe it's coming up with something new because it didn't quite go as you planned. So thank you for all of that, those hours that um, really maybe only your family and God sees. But thank you so much uh, for all of those hours. So thank you. And then what I, uh, what I also wanted to just kind of sketch out is a bit of a vision, is a bit of like, where are we going? And what, what is, and as Angie was talking about, like, what's the plan? And I think probably what comes first is like, why, right? If we have a plan of like, these are the times, these are the places that should be built on something that should be built on a why, like, why are we doing things in this way? What are we trying to accomplish? Why is this good for our young people, right? Like what's, what, what are we trying to accomplish? What's the why? And, and that's, that's basically what I just want to kind of very briefly sketch out. And so, um, I love PowerPoint. So, uh, so we're all stuck with that. Um, and basically a vision, right? To work alongside parents to create future saints, right? A saint is basically anybody that's in heaven. And that's what we want for every one of our young people. We want them to eventually become a saint in heaven. And so that's basically the goal is to create each or to help form each and every one of these children, each and every one of these teenagers, these young adults to become a saint, working alongside their parents. I could hear, I, or I've heard so many catechists, so many, uh, so many like young, our core team members describe how difficult it is to share the faith with somebody who's not going to mass on Sunday. It's like you're, it's like you're spinning your wheels, right? You're trying so hard, you're doing everything possible. But if the parents aren't living it at home, it, it, you just feel like you, you can't do anything. And so we have to like recognize this, that we can never replace the role of a parent. Maybe there's times as, as uh, maybe teenagers get a little bit more independence. Sometimes that means going away from the faith. But every now and then that means like, well, I can drive now. I can drive myself to mass. And unfortunately, my parents aren't going to mass. So there's some beautiful ways that kids kind of break out of the mold of their parents. But generally, we should be working alongside the parents, right? We should be supplementing what the parents are already doing at home. So, so that's one of the focuses we have, right? If we're, if we're going to have a, a parent meeting for First Communion, that should help the parents be better parents for their children in the faith, right? There's, of course, details that need to happen. There's schedules. There's, you got to show up at 1030 for the 11 o'clock First Communion or whatever times they are. But it has to be, how can we help our parents 
to help form future saints. Like we should be on the same team as our parents trying to create the next generation of saints. And you could imagine like if we had a parish just absolutely chocked full of saints that 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 like our whole communities, right? The Oglays and Shelby counties would never, ever be the same if we just had a ton of saints running around here, spreading the kingdom of God. So we work, work alongside the parents. I know this is kind of what I, what, um, what I just mentioned, that we can't, we can't replace them. We just we sim- we supplement. Granted, that doesn't mean we just kind of throw in the towel and say, it's your problem, parents. We're not going to do anything. But we give our best. And even if, if we feel like we're spinning our wheels, it just gives us a little bit of kind of reprieve to say, we did our best. The parents really have to be the ones to lead this. And, um, and so we don't think we have to be all things to all people because that will just kind of drive ourselves insane. So we've got to help the parents and we've got to work alongside them to make saints. Which raises a question like, what does it actually mean to be a future saint? Like, if we're going to describe this, if we want our young people, like, when they graduate, right, at their baccalaureate mass, if we take that for the goal, what do we want each and every one of these young people to, what behaviors do we want them to have? What attitudes do we want them to have? How do we want them to live their faith on the day of their baccalaureate mass, right? When they're walking out of the door of here, ready to kind of go uh, on their independence, what do we want them to be like? Right? How, what does it look like for them to actually take ownership of their faith? And that's, that's what it is, right? A saint, or at least part of the path of the saint, is to take this ownership of their faith. We broke it down to five characteristics. And this tells us, like, what we, sh- we as ministers, us as teachers, like, what should be our focus? If we want to form saints, they're going to have these five characteristics, an experience of divine mercy, which leads them to the Eucharist and the Mass, right? The Eucharist is the very center of our faith. It's the very top of everything that we do. It's the, it nourishes us. It's the place where we encounter God, where we worship Him. But sometimes we need a little bit of mercy before we're ready for that, right? Sometimes our young people need to experience forgiveness before they're able to encounter our Lord at the Mass. And so we have this, uh, this great gift of God's God's mercy. So we like to like all of them to experience God's mercy that draws them to greater intimacy with them at the mass. So to have an experience of divine mercy kind of propels them to the mass. A daily prayer life, which is nourished by sacred scripture. If we're going to form saints, of course, they're going to have to pray every day, right? A saint is going to be one that's madly in love with God. And that prayer life should be, should be nourished, directed, guided by sacred scripture. And that's maybe one of the best, you know, we can talk about scripture in so many senses. Like it can be used, right? People lobby Bible verses back and forth, you know, with sometimes Catholics and non-Catholics. They throw them back and forth. But first and foremost, sacred scripture is an encounter with God, right? It's where we get nourished in our faith life. And so to be able to have a prayer life that's nourished by this encounter with God in sacred scripture is one of the, one of the essential characteristics we want of our, of our future saints, of our youth. When they're walking out the door of here, they feel comfortable praying. They know how to pray. And, uh, and that the, the sacred scripture encourages this in them. They're able to build and maintain Christian friendships. Like, 
None of us can get it on our own, right? None of us are going to make it to heaven on our own. And when you, it's amazing when you look at the saints, they knew each other, right? Saints were friends with other saints. St. Francis and St. Clair, all the 12 apostles, they knew each other, right? And that's, and that's even your, your own lives are witnesses to this, that your friends help you on your path to sanctity. And so to be able to build and maintain those friendships. And part of that is even as they're walking out the door, right? On the day of their graduation, they go to college, they're like, you know what? I need friends who are going to help me on the path to sanctity. And you move in your dorm your freshman year. And that's an important moment because you look around and you're like, all right. Yeah, I probably shouldn't. Like the guy next door to me my freshman year at University of Dayton, a Catholic school, was the first time I recognized what weed smelled like. All right. So like, all right, I should probably not get to know that guy too well. But they have to, our, our youth, right? Friendship is important. And so part of what we want to do is give them an experience of friendship, give, give them an experience of having brothers and sisters in Christ that actually form the faith, that actually encourage them to love. And it's, it's why, like, for high, school, for high school formation and for high school, um, like, CCD, it's not just going to be a book, right? It's not just going to be study this, know this, do this, that we have to have opportunities for them to grow in friendship and to know what real friendship's like. So are saints building and maintain Christian friendships. Discerning their vocation with a chaste heart. All right. Our vocation is is why God created us. Right. Whether they're called to the priesthood, whether they're called to married, married life, whether they're called to religious life, to be able to authentically figure out where God is calling them. And uh, and that that's that's so important. That's the, and so we want to be able to propel them, to give them opportunities to discern this vocation. And in here it says, with a chaste heart. So often, sins against chastity are ones that disorient us from our vocation, right? When we're, you know, when, um, when whatever, boyfriends and girlfriends are doing stuff married couples can do, it distorts their ability to see where God's calling them. So to, to have this, this life of chastity, chastity is not a bad thing. It's being able to use our sexuality well and for the reason that God created it. And so we want to give our young people this, this opportunity. Maybe they need to be, be freed from the sin of pornography, as so many of our young people and, and not so young people need today. So to be able to see where God's calling them with that heart that's free, that's willing and able to love. And then the last one is for our future saints to spread and defend the Catholic faith. This is taken right, that line, spread and defend the Catholic faith, is taken right from the catechisms, one of the gifts of the sacrament of confirmation. Confirmation gives the confirmandi the ability to spread and defend the Catholic faith, to be able to go out as witnesses, right? That it's not just their faith life that's nourished with scripture, sees them at the mass, but they've encountered something so good that they want to share it with others. They've met Jesus in such a profound way that they say, you got to have this, right? I want you to come to our our youth night, or I want you to come to this Bible study, or would you join me at Mass, or, you know, you haven't been to Mass in years, let's go to confession, and I'll show you what mercy's like. And so to be able to share that, that they've encountered something so profound that they're willing to go out, they're willing to share it. So it's these, like, five characteristics. When we're thinking about, so what do we need to do for our youth so that they can be future saints. It's these five things 
that everything is going to flow from. Whether it's a youth night that just seems like it's dumb and it's trite, but because we're trying to form friendships, or whether we're teaching them how to, how to tell somebody about the faith, like this, this, is, the, this is the goal, right? This is the, the attitudes when our kids graduate at their baccalaureate mass. This is what we want them to be like. So how do we get there? Well, I have the very briefest things. What do we need to do to focus on these five characteristics? What are, what kind of, what are our next steps? What are the next things that we're going to do to get there? The first is we're just asking for patience, right? When you have kind of a plan, you say, well, this is where we're going. You don't get there overnight, right? It won't be by, you know, by next August, we've got a whole plan as to how we're going to form the next 250 saints that are going to walk out of this parish, these parishes. That's the goal. We're going to try and get there. And so there's so many things that, uh, and we've got so many different groups going on, right? Maybe you don't know as you look at these things, like we've got K through five at four different parishes. We've got all these different junior high, high school confirmation prep, like getting all of these different groups working together and kind of on the same focus, the same goal. It's, it's going to take a little bit. So just know that we're working on it. But, um, but just to have, have a little bit of patience. But know that's where we're going. Like That's ultimately where the goal is, to work alongside parents to form future saints. So we need some patience. We also need some strong leadership, right? If we're going to have a direction, right? If, if a team wants to, wants to, like if a sports team, every single sports team that's doing well has strong leadership, I, uh, I, you know, there's so many parishioners that do uh, great jobs of coaching sports and, and they, they give guidance, right? They give correction when correction is needed. They give encouragement when people don't feel like they have anything else. They remind people of the why behind what we're doing. You know, when we're, when we forget, like, let's just do this because this is, you know, I do this myself. Like I did the same thing year after year after year. Let's just keep doing this. And it's like, well, why, why, why are we doing that? And is it helping get, make these future saints? And sometimes we just need some mentoring, right? We, we don't know how to teach well, or maybe we don't know how to, um, how to answer a certain question. So to be able to mentor all of our, our volunteers, whether they're catechists, whether they're aides, or whether they're members of a core team in high school. So, all right. So strong leadership, Unity, right? Some things get, get multiplied and, and they just don't turn out as well. And the realization with this, and I, I guess everybody probably saw in the, the bulletin last week that we're going to have all four parishes at the same confirmation age at 10th grade. And part of this is just when, when you have to schedule two different retreats, one for 8th graders, one for 10th graders, it's an unnecessary multiplication. And it's just like, well, let's just find the right age when they're ready to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit and let's build everything from there. So, so to, to have a bit of unity, right? And to remember, like, sometimes there can be, a, like, if we have a region-wide confirmation retreat, it can be like, oh, I remember the days when we had our own confirmation retreat at our own parish. And those, of course, are times for, for sadness. But what's our goal? Our goal is saints. That's the identity that's more important than any other identity, whether it's fam- familial, whether it's parish, wh- whatever it is, whether it's, you know, even as the archdiocese is going through this reorganization plan, as you know, whether we get a new person, a new, a new parish in the family or, or what, like, the goal for all of us 
is to become saints. So that's the identity that we're going we're gonna, to um, keep as the most important identity. Volunteers, right? Everybody knows all of you um, don't grow on trees. And you're so incredibly special. And we want to find more, right? We want to find more people out there who are willing to help form the next generation of saints. Because if we don't, who knows what's going to happen to the church, right? If we don't really commit ourselves to bringing about the next generation of saints, like who knows what the church looks like in 40 years, right? So it's, I, I firmly believe it's now or never time. Either we, either we commit ourselves with the utmost zeal imparted to us from God, or we probably just let the thing crash to the ground in the next 40 years. I honestly, I don't want to paint a bad picture, but um, it's now or never time. So we get some volunteers. There's whether they're junior high, high school, catechists, aides, food prep. If you know somebody that loves the faith and wants uh, the kingdom of God to be present on earth, let's get them on board. Let's get them here. And then the last one is just benefit of the doubt. You know, we're aiming at the goal to fall, form saints. Sometimes communication gets missed. Please assume it's not malicious. If something bad happens, please know nobody's like out to get anybody else. And that kind of goes with the patience thing. So, um, so that's what's next. Like that's where, we're, that's where we're going. And just to kind of like recap, our goal is to work alongside parents to form future saints. That is why that could get you out of bed in the morning when you don't feel like going to CCD on a Wednesday night to say, all right, this is what the Lord wants me to do to form that next generation of saints. That can give us this motivation and reminder that we work alongside our parents in doing this. And what does it mean to be a saint? Those five characteristics, right? The mercy leading to the Eucharist, having that daily prayer life nourished by sacred scripture, growing in friendship, having a, a vocation, willing to evangelize and living with a chaste heart. Like that's, that's good. Those characteristics are the characteristics of a saint. So we want to instill those. We want to inculcate them in our youth. And finally, we're all working towards this. We're taking it one step at a time. Sometimes I like to go too fast and I wish we would already be someplace like, uh, you know, yesterday, but, but we have to take a little bit of patience. We're all in this together, right? Like this this is, what, this is why we're here. This is, this is why you get up and you go to, to help the youth is because you love God and you love them so much that you want to give them what you first receive, right? You first have received this incredible gift of faith. Maybe you remember your own CCD teachers, people in RCA or whoever helped you to this path. And it's just a little bit that we give back to, to what God has first done for us. So I guess with that in mind, does anybody have any Questions, comments, um, anything like that? I know it's not like concrete, but hopefully it shows the direction this ship is sailing to. Nothing? Okay, well. Just give a second. I see like people thinking. Thinking.